Hello and welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I think we spend way too much time talking about motivation with our youth. And I think this topic of motivation is getting more attention recently than it ever has. During this school year, the most common concern that I've heard from parents and school staff is that their kids are unmotivated. But here's the thing. When someone says that, I'm not entirely sure what that even means. Unmotivated is defined as lacking drive or enthusiasm. And I don't know about you, but I understand. I totally get that many students aren't entirely enthusiastic when it comes to this school year. The words unmotivated, motivated, motion, and automotive are all related to the Latin word motor, which means movement. So while the word unmotivated, in a way, can help to communicate that someone is struggling to move or most likely finding it difficult to be productive, so while that can be somewhat helpful when it comes to understanding what's going on, I don't think it's all that helpful in understanding the why behind this lack of movement lack of positivity, or lack of productivity. And what I think some parents and school staff do is that they'll incorrectly describe students as either being motivated or unmotivated, like it's a set, fixed, or static thing, like being unmotivated is a personality trait. But it's important to know, and very important for our youth to know, that motivation is more of a feeling an emotional state, than it is a personality trait. So why is that important? Well, because feelings are fleeting. By nature, they come and they go. And motivation, or being motivated, is more of a dynamic, ever-changing experience, as are all emotional states. Motivation has a now-you-see-it-now-you-don't quality to it. So in reality, it's not all that accurate or even helpful to describe someone as either being a motivated or unmotivated person. And when our conversations with youth start and stop with a conversation about motivation, we miss an opportunity to communicate to them that it is quite natural that this feeling of motivation will ebb and flow. I know during this school year, we have seen a lot of ebbing. What I'm noticing is that we now live in a time where feeling and saying, I don't feel motivated. This is seen as a strong enough justification for ourselves and others to not move, to not produce. The top topic I've been asked to present on this school year is the topic of how do I motivate my child? And a part of me, when this comes up, what I want to do is recommend that people go and buy Jack Jams, Volume 1, and crank up the volume on Song 2 titled, Get Ready for This. So, you feeling motivated now? Who knows? Maybe you are, at least for the moment. But the pump-up music isn't going to be enough to provide the fuel needed to remain productive, or even positive. And I know it might sound like I'm of the opinion that motivation is worthless, but that's not the case, and it's not the point that I want to make. 
I do believe motivation can be a great thing, but I don't see it as a sustainable fuel. I see it way more as an unsustainable fuel or spark that when used appropriately can be used to find or figure out what habits need to be created to sustain the effort and to accomplish the big goal that motivation introduced, imagined, or encouraged. There's that great quote, motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what gets you there. And on that, I like to say that motivation will purchase the Fitbit, but motivation will not be the thing responsible for getting you fit. That will be all about, will require the habits, routines, and systems that you're willing to create so that you become physically fit. And it's the same for any academic goal that your child may have. It won't be motivation that allows your child to achieve those outcomes. Additionally, when someone uses a lack of motivation as the reason why they don't try or put an effort, move, or produce, this can be seen as an example of a type of cognitive distortion. And cognitive distortion is just a fancy way of saying a problematic way of thinking. And one of the main cognitive distortions that people have is something called emotional reasoning. Definition time. Emotional reasoning can be defined as the cognitive process when someone concludes that their emotional experience proves that something is true. Or as I like to say it, because I feel it must be real. And I see a lot of students using this emotional reasoning as the main justification to avoid engaging with and being productive when it comes to doing school. So that's the first thing. Let's look at. Let's change this conversation about motivation with our youth. But additionally, it's important for us to see what's driving this feeling of unmotivated. What's behind this lack of movement? It could be a lot of things. Is it because they're more distracted when doing school from home? Or is it about them having less structure due to the new learning model? So time management has become really difficult. Or is it about the lack of in-person interaction with their teachers? And because of this, they're feeling less accountable when it comes to attendance or turning in their work. Or maybe it has more to do with them having technical issues or difficulties adapting to an unfamiliar technology. Or it could be that they're experiencing feelings of uncertainty, fear, or dread about their future. Or maybe even they're, they're, they're feeling apathetic about life in general. That's what could be going on. Or it might be the case that they're thinking their online classes are just way more boring. Or possibly, it's about them finding it difficult, difficult to, to develop any momentum because the learning model is switched several times. Or it could be that their lack of motivation has to do with not seeing the point in doing school if they can't go to school and see all their friends. Whatever it may be, the thing is, it could be one or more of those things or something entirely different. Who knows? Maybe your child knows, but maybe they don't. It could be true that they're not fully aware of what's behind this lack of motivation. And if that's the case, this is where you as a parent get to be of great support because by using your active listening skills, fueled more by curiosity than concern, you can use all that to have a conversation with your child that quite possibly could result in you and your child arriving at a better understanding of what the specific reasons are 
for this lack of engagement, this lack of motivation with school. And once you figured out what the specific issues are with this new and more accurate perspective, you can then begin to develop a more collaborative and solution-focused approach, which will allow your child to be more productive and hopefully positive. Instead of getting bogged down into a discussion that turns into a disagreement, then a power struggle that's focused on the topic of motivation. In closing, I hope the next time your child says they aren't feeling motivated, I hope you use this as an opportunity to share with them the difference between motivation and habits. And don't stop there. Also use this, see it as an opening to explore with a curious mind and a kind heart. What are the reasons that back this unmotivated feeling? And once you've done those two things, you and hopefully your child can use that awareness to step into accountability. And with that, they can then begin to think about, create, and try taking specific actions that can lead to a more balanced, fulfilling, and productive life. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number four, parents.com. Thanks again.